0: So I said to you in a previous episode that we're going to talk about different things and different ways online you can protect your images, your photography, your intellectual property. So let's get to protecting, eh? let's start off with the most simple one that everybody should do and especially if you're a professional photographer or a hobbyist that wants to protect their images online and wants to start building a business through photography and that is adding a watermark to your photos and what this will do is this will stop people from being able to use your images because your watermark will be on the image there is several ways in which you can do this you can do this straight through lightroom from when you're exporting the photos but if you need a logo there are several places in which you can get one you can head over to fiverr.com that's f-i-v-e-r-r.com and there is a plethora of freelance people who will be there to be able to make um photos for you i can't remember the exact site but this will go into the description and i think it's called photologo.com Photologo is a company set up to basically make watermark logos in handwriting style for your images so it looks professional and doesn't sort of take over the image when you're adding the um, logo to it. What I would suggest as well with uh, adding watermarks is don't when you add the watermark to it, don't add it at a hundred percent. Put it down to something like fi- uh, fifty to se- uh, seventy-five to fifty. Because that will make it slightly translucent. So it doesn't take over the image. But it's still readable on the Now here's a technique that I only found out about myself. When looking up this information. Because I've never heard of it before. And there is a company that calls themselves mark Digimarc, D-I-G-I-M-A-R-C. They're a service that has invented invisible barcoding for digital photos by applying a small amount of digital noise to your photos. It actually, it actually creates an identi- identifiably, ad- an identifiable pattern unique to your photo. It's a digital fingerprint for your photos allowing it to float through the vast reaches of the internet while still being trackable. It's a paid service for professionals. The package costs 119 offering protection for 2000 photos. DigiMark will crawl the internet reporting back to you where it has found your photo being used online before you run off and throw money at digimark remember that you can always do this manually yourself for free with google even so it is also it also gives you the ability to prove ownership of your photo which could be handy in legal battles however having the raw file or the high resolution copy will more likely be more than enough evidence. So there's one way of protecting your photos, having a invisible barcode being added to your photos, so that it it's sort of trackable. And the uh, the another way you can do it is I use I've started using a website, and again I never heard of this until I started looking up this information called copy track copy track allows you to import photos onto the website using either iam e-y-e-e-m.com which was handy for me because i actually use that service to sell my photos Uh, you can head over there to iam.com slash you slash be it me not you to see if you want if you'd like some um and what this this service does is you can either import them through IAM or you can import them manually. And it houses up to a thousand photos for free. Um, you can up, you can raise your upload limit if you'd like to, you just have to contact them. Um, and what happens is, is they will scour the internet for your photos. They will then send you information on where your photo is being used. They then show you. How, they then allow you through their service to claim the copyright and put and, and do like a a, a legal battle, uh, and then you will earn the money from that. They take a thirty percent cut, and you get seventy percent of the money, all in euros. That then gets transferred straight to the bank account of your choosing where all those claims will come. I've started using these services and I've found two photos of mine that were being illegally used online and I have claimed £100 back or €100 back for each photo. The service also allows you, and by the way, this is not sponsored. The service allows you to... Uh, yeah, sorry, the service also allows you to tell them what service you're selling your photos through so that if the person you may have claimed can prove that they brought that photo through IAM, where you sell your photo for them to use, they will uh, they will then tell you that you can't win that one because they have legitimately used your photo. So two different ways and um, websites in which you can use to... Uh, protect your images online there are several other ways of doing it like you for example you can go on to Google you can enter uh, you can go into images.google.com only on desktop this works though you can upload your image and let the internet scout uh, let them scour through the internet and find your photo. And then you would have to send a takedown notice to the website in which your photo is being housed if they're not housing it in a way that you like or legitimately. Now, this one is a little bit simpler. Basically, just do not share the high resolution photo. For example, if you're going to put it on Instagram, you're going to put it on Flickr, you're going to put it on Facebook. If you're going to put it on 500px or IAm or any of the sites where you sell where you sell your photos, yeah, definitely share the high-resolution photo because those sites usually have a a thing on them that will reduce the quality of the image for the thumbnails and for the image itself. And then uh, when people have brought them, then they get the original full-quality photo. But yeah, so just make sure you're not on on places like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all the places that can sort of it can be copied from. Share the high resolution version because then you're not worried if that image has been taken because it's not your best quality image. Now to me, this is one of the most important ones and this is what I try to do with all of my images. In Lightroom and in probably some other applications as well, uh, Capture One and Illumination and things like that, you can edit your meta information. This is uh, information that is added to a photo that if someone was to right click on it and click properties, it would come up with sizing, image quality, um, uh, size, uh, megabytes, all this sort of jazz. It would also come up with the extra information you put in as well. For example, putting in your copyright information where on Lightroom, it actually allows you to select copyright, fair use, Uh, public domain all that jazz so in my one I usually put my mobile number my email address my website my address my uh, the uh, the fact that I want it copyrighted a C copyright 2000 and so it would be Michael John Burgess C copyright 2000 and whatever the year is that I took it in so that if someone was to use my image and we were able to find that image online we would then have that information on it so if someone was to say no 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 it's not their image it's not their image i took this i took this da 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 da, da, da. then what you can do is you can say to them all right then cool if you really took that image let's download it right click on it and find the meta information, which will have my copyright information in it. Okay, cool. Now this is the last one. I'm probably the most important of the um, informations to follow and that is basically just reading through the website's terms of use policy for flickr you're able to upload your photos and you get to set what you want to do with your photos for example you've got copyright fair use um public domain all this jazz facebook for example Anything you upload to Facebook is automatically allowed to be used by Facebook and you cannot disagree with that because by signing up to the website, you have agreed to that in the terms of service. Uh, 500px and I am. you own all rights to your photos and um <clears throat> you get to sell your photos through them. So the only other people that are able to have the rights to your photo off of that website are the people in which have built your image. So that's that. These are things to consider. So whenever you're going to sign up to a and in this case, I'm going to use the the term photography website um make sure that you have read their terms of use policy so that you're aware if uploading your images to that site means that it is public fair gain um i need to go back through and read from all the social networks in which i am a part of um i do that every now and then because they update their terms of policies quite frequently but they always put in there that they don't have to let you know about it some of the sites do let you know about it but as as i say they do say when you sign up you agree to the terms of use we will always agree when still being signed up to the site with the terms of use no matter if it changes or not but they do not have to inform you of the changes which i think by law they should because i think if you're going to use a service you should know what you can and can't do and what they can do with the stuff you post So just remember, always read the terms of use of a website. So I hope the information in this episode has been useful to you and will help you to protect your images and your intellectual property online. And helps you to stop people from stealing your content. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, I've been Michael John Burgess. I've been your host of Be It Me, Not You, the photography podcast. Head over to BeItMeNotYou.com for more information. Or hit me up on my social networks, Instagram.com slash BeItMeNotYou, Facebook.com slash BeItMeNotYou, and then we're also on youtube where you can find me at or by searching be it me not you and you can also find us on instagram at be it me not you again i've been your host michael burgess this is be it me not you the photography podcast and i'll see you guys in the next one goodbye for now